Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast. That's what the guy just said, Tom Izzo. So it's been about a week and a half. We're back. What's up, Al? That's right, Jerry. Uh, you wanted to re- me to remind you about... Let me see how I wrote this down. Oh, what was you, that about? Well, you wanted me to remind you of something, mm. and I, I sent myself a note Probably on my from phone. the trip. Yeah, it was something about the trip. It was something uh, about people or something. Was let it about the tattoos? Hold oh, on, the Jerry. way people dress. This is what I wrote down. I'll let you know what I wrote down on my note. Yeah. And then I wrote down large people... And what people wear and tattoos? No, not no, not specifically large people. Oh, all right. No, no, not, not at all. Here's this would be what I would say. So in Florida, all week you see people from everywhere, as you can imagine. And this is what I don't understand: the the spandex pants on women. Yes. You want to wear them? Go for it. Now there's a nude colored spandex pants. So I don't even know if it's new, but I, this was you've discovered everywhere. To where the first few times I saw it, I took a double take because I thought the girl was nude. You thought there was a woman walking I mean, around Al, the park nude. It looked like not wearing anything. All right. The other thing is, when you wear that and you don't have a shirt covering your rear end, yeah, you're calling attention to yourself, whether you want to or not. So when guys are looking at you, you can't make dirty faces at them. Like, why are you looking at my my tight pants butt? Or, in another case... You know how you're on lines at, at all these yeah. theme parks? Every line we went on, there would be someone, specifically a female. I mean, it could be a guy, too, but in these, these cases, they were females, that were wearing, like, bra tops with everything just out. Cleavage out? 
And so it was funny to me, and I even made note to my wife, she started to watch too, because the in this one specific case, the girl was shooting like eye daggers to the guys that were looking. What do you expect? When you put that on and you look like you're wearing lingerie as opposed to being out, yeah, guys are going to look. I just, I don't know. I found it amazing, and I shouldn't. I should right. know. Right, not this at is... this point you shouldn't. This is what we do as a society. Would you say, Jerry, that when you were walking around a theme park in Orlando where people were vacationing, would you say most people fit in the normal category, the very fit and attractive category, or the obese category? Obese. More so than regular. Yeah, I would say, I would say... The majority of people are overweight. Yeah. Uh, there's a hot, absolutely. It's hard to actually find, you know, so if I'm at a pool that's got like 300 people, you know, a gigantic pool and yeah. there's chairs. Big on, pool, Jerry. There Public are. pool. Where we were, this really uh, very large area, it was hard to find people that were in shape. That is that is true, yes. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not talking about the children. I'm talking about adults. Most are heavy. Yeah. Most are tatted up like crazy. The tattoos and the heaviness. Oh, yeah. There was a girl that was at Universal. She, you could tell she's beautiful. She's a really pretty girl. Uh, but she had tattoos up her neck into, like, her hair. Um, and then she had, when she turned around, you saw the side profile, really pretty. And then walked around her the other way. And her whole right side of her face had tattoo writing on it all the way up on her cheeks and then one, I, I don't think she had one on her eyelid, but one went over her right eye. I'm like, wow, like just a beautiful girl. And um, you like that? That's great. I was just surprised when I saw it. I wonder if you took a poll of people 24 and under. Okay. Let's say 18 to 24. Mm-hmm. That uh, six-year period. Do most have a tattoo? <sighs> That's a good, I just well, need I mean, one I can, tattoo to count, Jerry. I can tell you in my family, yeah, that's probably the age my my nieces and nephews got them. Yeah, eighteen to twenty four. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. My niece has a few, maybe even more than a few. My nephew has a good hand. Yeah, I mean, and they probably all got them in their early twenties, and if not mid twenties. So if you extend if I, that range to, to twenty eight. Like, yeah, I was going to say, if you go that 18 to 28 range. Ten-year period, Jerry. Then I would say yes. I would say the majority do. Yeah. I do, yeah. I would say so. I Very would say popular. so as well. Very popular. But just, I don't know. It's just the, the – and then I saw some, – was it Monzo? Someone tweeted something about Valerie Bertinelli apologizing for pushing, you know, Jenny Craig in a diet culture. Like, what is wrong with trying to be healthy? Yeah, no, it's weird. We're in a weird spot now where they – uh, you know, the the popular culture is now trying to make it seem good to be overweight. Which, if you want to live your life that way, that's fine. I, from at least my experience, I can't speak for you or anybody else. In my experience, anyone I've come across in my circle, if you will, that's heavy, doesn't want to be. And it's they a struggle. Heavy, yeah. They don't, and it's a struggle for them, and they try different things. It's not a matter of trying to, you know, be emaciated and weigh 90 pounds. It's you want to live a healthier life so you can live a longer life. Anything beyond that, I don't know what you'd be criticizing. I really don't. Like, what's next? Are we going to go after gyms? But it's, yeah, it's weird. I don't understand. Even, well, first we saw, like, Sports Illustrated had the plus-size model. 
uh, uh hmm, I forget her name. Ashley, Ashley something. Okay. I don't know who. But that was a couple years ago. And then like Victoria's Secret is switching over to. Okay. Um, I don't want to say plus size. You know, nowadays it's, re- although, you know what? Nowadays it's not plus size. Nowadays it's average size. Okay. You know, it's like a weird thing. Like we, and it is unhealthy, but yeah. you can't say that anymore or you will be criticized right, not, for And you're not something. fat shaming anybody. Like I'll always say if that, if you're, if you're happy, I'm ha- really awesome. But like I said, most people I've come across that way are not happy. Yeah. And it's also, you want to live as long as you can. You don't want to stress your heart out. You don't want to put, I don't know. Well, what's weird too is like, and I started like keeping, taking notice of this. When you go food shopping. Yeah. There are so many terrible items. Like there's now a, a peanut butter M&M peanut butter. Oh yeah. And all these cereals, there's like Dunkin' Donuts cereal. Yeah. We're addicted to sugar. It's insane. Sure is. How about, so I went to Dunkin' Donuts every morning for coffee when I was away. And I ordered on the app. Um, and so I went in the first time, and they screwed up my order. And I only knew because when I got in the car, I took a sip of the cup. I'm like, whoa. It was, it was like reminded me of the days of light and sweet, which I told you that's how I started drinking coffee and didn't realize until I saw them dumping the sugar in what I was drinking. So I went back in. I said, I ordered a coffee with milk and one Splenda. This is not that. And the woman said, oh, I'm sorry about that. And whatever, she made me. The other thing, as soon as I got my cup, another person came in with mine and said, uh, I ordered with four Splendas and cream. I'm like, oh, my God, four Splendas and heavy cream? That's not healthy. That's you can't nice drink that coffee. every day. Suck it down, Jerry. But we do. We were addicted to sugar and sweetness. We sure are. Jerry, there's a doctor on TikTok who calls himself the... Um, well, he calls himself Dick Doc instead of TikTok. <laughs> Jesus. And he uh, offers advice on... Uh, you follow him? On penis and things. No, I will now. I know I, you will. I, I didn't know... Have you called him yet? Dick Doc on TikTok. But he says that our as we age, our penises shrink. Have you found that? Um, I don't think it's shrunk. I, yeah, I think I it's always been this size, sadly. <laughs> Yeah. You never tried extends? Um, no, never, never tried to extends. Were you uh, ever tempted to try extends? No, I, those pills I feel like are all fagazi. Oh, gee, found doc- that out. <laughs> Dr. Dick Doc says penises shrink with age, just like how you lose volume in your face and neck. I've definitely got the neck situation. <laughs> well, you also don't eat. <laughs> Down below, you'll lose girth and you'll also lose length if you're rarely using it. Mm, okay. It's a use it or lose it type of deal. No kidding. Wow. So the less you use your ween, the smaller the it will get. The more you lose. Wow. This is from Dick Doc. Dick Doc on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting, Jerry. Oh, Jesus. Oh, come on. <laughs> What's that, Eddie? Eddie just walked in. <laughs> Eddie's like, mm, we'll have that tomorrow. As if he wouldn't have heard it anyway. Yeah. Jeez. Ay, ay, ay. I'm somewhat interested. Like, should I be on TikTok following different fun? There seem to be fun things on TikTok. I feel too old for it. Me too. And I also feel like if we get on now, it's already past us. What's I need to know what's next. Right. No, we couldn't get on to try to get followers on TikTok. You mean just to write? I got just you. to see. I want to see sometimes what's going on. Although I think like the good things on TikTok wind up on Twitter and Instagram. Probably. Anyway. 
Probably. Although I got to say the handle Dick Doc on TikTok. It's pretty good. Pretty catchy. Pretty good, Jerry. Hey, good for you. <laughs> hey, good for you. What other stories do I have? Well, let me see what order I want to I do I hope this you came to, more, to the table with more than that. Uh, okay, here we go. This is uh, a woman posted on Twitter. And uh, set, set Twitter a buzz, Jerry. A woman posted on Twitter saying that eating Fred, free restaurant bread is tacky. What are your thoughts? Will you eat bread when it comes to the table? Yes. Me too. Especially depending on... Now, listen. I will limit... Some restaurants are better than others. Yeah, but I I love the restaurant bread. That's why I'm fat. that's why I'm heavy. I love bread. I Nothing love better than restaurant bread. I, and I really enjoy with the oil. Oh, and the too. little spice they put. Yeah, in the oil. I love the oil. That's they, awesome. I know. I feel like if I put just butter on, I'm like, oh, this is no good for you. I, well, oil, I do I'm like this is good for you. Is oil good for you? What good, is the story? Yes, but really small amounts. Right, olive oil. Yes. Olive oil, but you can't like douse something in olive oil. Well, what's the line? Where's the a dousing tablespoon, line? I think. I, I really think it's a tablespoon. And then let me ask you this: if I put if I put olive oil on something and then put it on the grill, does it burn off? Don't know the answer to that. It's a great question. I don't know. Because I tell you what, I started doing um, on the grill, which I never knew was this easy. I took a sweet potato. You know, if you put a sweet potato on the grill, it yeah. takes like freaking 45 minutes. Like yeah, a, long, sure. a long time. I always microwave it first, then do that. My sister does that yeah. trick. But I, I took a sweet potato and I sliced it, skinned it and sliced it. Right. To make it look like um, steak fries. Oh, cool. With some olive oil on the grill. Right. And it does not take long. It takes like the same amount of time it would take to make a chicken on the grill. And it's delicious. I'm sure it is. But it's delicious. Is it delicious because it's soaked in oil first? I don't know because, like you said, what falls off? Wait, what gets burned off? I don't know. I really don't. I, a lot of those things confuse me too. Like I've always told you, maybe I did or I didn't, but that the, the Pam can, mm-hmm. you ever get that? The olive oil Pam can? Yeah. So you, still, you don't think you're doing anything because right. it's like, you know, it'll say on the can 10 calories per serving. Right. But then have you ever looked at how many servings yeah, are in like a can? It's like one squirt. Per it's serving. 365 servings. 365 because squirts? Because that's exactly what you just said. It's, <laughs> that's it. So it's like, how much am I doing then? Goes to show. what We don't know what we're eating. I will be careful. Like, I will not eat bread at a restaurant if it looks like cheap bread. Oh, I agree. Right? I totally if agree. If it looks like they didn't make this bread. Right. It's got to be good, crispy. Quality bread. Yes. Then I also start to think, like, is the end piece better because it's crusty? Love the end piece. And it's not as... I love that part. Yeah. I like that, though, even in a loaf of bread. Like, if I'm making uh, sandwiches... Do you really? And I get the end pieces. Most a lot people of throw those out. Exactly. I don't. Most people do, though. My wife will throw them out. I will actually make a sandwich. With yeah, them. it feels like a hybrid roll slash bread. Yeah, very disrespected part of the bread. Very disrespected. I agree. So you will eat the... Uh, oh, I love the bread at a restaurant. The bread at a restaurant. I yeah, absolutely. Too, I actually like olives. I will not go for the olives. Love olives. Not a big olives fan. It's got a yeah. it's got a pit in it. No, not no, you got to get no, no, the ones that don't have the pits. No, although the green olives have pits. Those are good. And you spit them out. Yeah, not, spitting out pits at a table is tacky. Mm, I'm over it. I, I, the only time I'll do it is I will have like cherries in the summer. The, yeah, the sure. pits in it. That'll do. Bing cherries. Bing cherries. You yeah. ever go to a re, you ever go to a store and you buy them because you see they're on sale for four ninety nine? Then you get up there and you don't realize it was four ninety nine a pound. Yeah. Like, yeah, these cherries are $17. Yeah, I'm not getting suckered with that. I get suckered with that with the uh, with the purchasing of uh, the, the already cut watermelon. Yes. And it's like $3. It's $3 a pound, and you get a thing that's like four pounds. <laughs> like, why is this so expensive? Yes. 
Jerry, are you aware that Jackass 4 is coming out into theaters? Didn't see Jackass 1, 2, or 3, so I'm not really interested in 4. Hmm. Well, it's coming out, and they're, uh, they're filming now. Okay. And Steve-O is one of the Jackass guys. Yeah, he, uh, he was sent to the emergency room with an ear full of dog poo. Oh, God. So Come safe on. to say they're probably probably running out of you think? stunts. Uh, he had it shot at the side of his face uh, in with a very high speed and oh. force, and it got <sighs> lodged, and it did damage to his inner ear. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand this. I really don't. Yeah, like you do pranks and stuff. I think that's funny. Like what the Impractical Jokers did for seven, eight years, funny, yes. but not something stupid like this. Yeah. He filled up this, uh, this thing with dog poop and got shot in the face with it. What would it take for you to get shot in the face with dog poop? It would take a, it would take a lot. Jerry. Yes, I'm not interested. In, Seven uh, figures to yeah. start. I mean, I pick up dog poo now, and I'm okay with that picking it up through the bag, even though the bag is thin and you can feel the warmth Ugh. when you Does pick it, make it up. Does it you want to vomit? Think it, about where you were two years ago. I know. I just, whatever, I got over it quick. Well, but that, but that's where you always talk about being a dad or a parent. Right. It's the same thing. You get over it quickly? Yes, you do. Everything you thought you'd never do, you realize you have to. Right. And it's really not that big a deal, actually. Right. Once you do it a couple of times, like anything in life, do it a few times, you kind of be good at it. You know, I got over the. This is a, a very strange way of how I got over dog poop. When I was dating uh, Melissa many years ago here. Oh, walking her dog? Yeah, so she got these dogs, and um, I wanted to walk dogs. Like, I always wanted a dog, wanted to walk dogs. But when you walk a dog in New York City, you have to pick up poop. Yep. And I was very much against picking up the poop. So one time when we were out early on walking the dog and the dog poop and she picked it up in the bag, when we were going back, she put the bag on the back of my neck oh. as a joke. But it strangely got me over the fear of the dog poop because there was no poop on my neck, Jerry. The bag was in the bag. That's very unlike you. Yeah, but somehow it like shocked me into being okay with picking up dog poop. And you've never started your dog walking business? No. I don't know why. I have a, I have a friend of mine I have since learned. Not a friend, I shouldn't say a friend. Someone I know of through a friend. A friend of ha- a friend. What's A friend of a friend. They've got like four different small businesses that add up to a very solid paycheck. And they're not, they're not incredibly busy either. Yeah. Like the one thing they do, they they do have a hot dog cart that they only do a couple of days a week during the spring and summer months only in specific areas. All right, hot dog cart. What else they got? They're walking dogs because they came up with the dog. Walking. No, I don't know exactly what they do. It's not what. No, it's not walking dogs. I believe he does some sort of a delivery business. I'm not sure if it's a grub. I'm not sure, but he works when he wants to work. He tries to pick the high times when it's busy, and it's like he can be at his kid anything he needs to be at. He's at. Yeah, I wonder, like, if you, let's say you do a dog walking business. And I'll tell you, the dog walker charges 25 bucks a walk. Yeah. You get 20 to 25 bucks a walk. Right. And uh, let's say you do that and you have some dogs. And then in between, when you don't have dogs to walk, you're doing some sort of Grubhub Absolutely. or DoorDash. You would do just fine. And you're making your own schedule. Yes. Correct. Like, you work, like. The hardest part is getting the clients. Yeah. 
for the dog walking, yeah. for sure. Now, I think and you'd have a head start on most people because I think there's enough of a, an awareness in this area about the show and your name right. that I do think you would do relatively well quickly. Celebrity dog walking. Call it what you want. Is that the business? Celebrity dog walking, LLC? Al's celebrity dog. Right. What I would do, Jerry, is get, I would get people like myself, like let's say I, I was fired for, let's say I did something terrible right. and I was fired. I would find other people like D-list celebrities like myself that need work. And then we'd be walking dogs together. There you go. You could do that. Yeah. But if you could, if you had 20 clients, not 200. Yeah. If you had 20 clients and you were walking their dogs twice a day, that's all. I don't think that's a lot to you. It does seem, it is a lot. 20 clients? 20 right. clients twice a day is 40 walks. That's a lot. Sure. That's a, that's but, a but lot of time. What I see is I see people that walk multiple dogs at a time. Yeah. To fit it. So let's say 10 clients, twi- whatever the case is, it's 20 walks a day. Which, if that's what your business is, I don't know what the hell you want. I mean, you do three walks a day. I mean, that's your business. Right. So if you do 20 walks a day at $15, forget 25 at $15, you just made 300 bucks a day. 300 times five is 1,500 times 75,000 a year. Yeah, that's not bad. No, it's great. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And then if you're going to fill in other time to make extra cash by delivering or whatever, you make, you make six figures and you're doing. What you want. Right. When you want it. I mean, technically you are and you're not. I mean, you do have to go. You have a schedule with the dogs. But there's no one, you know, there's no one yelling at you. Right. Well, I guess the client could if you're late. I think in the suburbs, Jerry, walking multiple dogs at once is frowned upon. In the city, you see it. Okay. But in the in the suburbs, we want attention, specific attention. All right, attention so then five clients, two walks a day, $25 a walk. <laughs> Right now we're down to ten. Then you do fifty right. a day. You're still making a th- you're still making twelve fifty a week. But then you're a lot making of like, sixty five grand. Like my dog walker, she also is a does like dog training and this sort of thing. So there's other you do other jobs. And then I hear a lot of these dog walkers make really good money doing overnights in your house. Oh, I could see that on vacations and stuff. Yeah, like you go on oh, vacation yeah. or you you're out for the weekend one night and you're staying over I bet somewhere. You, I bet you you're probably charging fifty bucks a night. I would. I bet you maybe more. more. Yeah, maybe more. Because dog hotels are like 100. seventy bucks a night. Right. So now they're getting the full attention. The dog hotel. Yeah. Yeah. That, I had that. I, that is so funny. That was. There have been a few things that I said would be great ideas. I'm going back twenty years. Business ago. ideas back in the day. You had ideas. Sport clips was my idea before sport is clips was right? a thing. But it wasn't called sports clips. It, no, it was my idea. I said I'll never forget it was Christmas Eve. I told my father it was it was right around the time I got married. So we're talking nineteen ninety nine or maybe it was when I was engaged. So late nineties. If sport clips was around, it wasn't around here and it wasn't a big thing. And I remember saying barbershop for guys, TVs at every single Station and a drink. And then if you want, they wear like, you know, referee uniforms. You could have some girls in there cutting hair and just have a great sports locker room type atmosphere. Sport clips then years later. And then the other one was the pet hotel. Like what a cool way. And my, my wife laughed at me. She said, pet hotel, what are you talking about? They, they drop off their dogs at the vet for, I'm like, yeah, but could you imagine if, you were going on vacation and you could offer those people a vacation for their dog. Right. Like people will pay whatever for their dogs. People will pay anything. Jerry, even they have, in a and they have pandemic. Up, in the last five years, Al, yeah. they've popped up everywhere. I looked. There is a. There are three 
quality pet hotels within 15 minutes of where I live. I believe it. Because I, I looked, and they were all 14 to 15 minutes away from my house. Sounds about right. I'm not. I am not surprised. Those are two ideas that I had. That I just, you know, whatever. I don't do anything with them. But did nothing about it. No. And here you are, Jerry. You could be a millionaire. I run a cornhole league. Right. And I make nothing. <laughs> that you followed through with. That I followed through that with. That you yes. did. Matter of fact, I end up taking money out of my pocket to pay the winners <laughs> at the end of the season. <laughs> That's not good, Jerry. You need a pet hotel no, where they cut hair. It's not good. Oh, yeah. Well, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. We were back for that, right? You were here yes. at 5 a.m. I was fun. here at 5 a.m. Nice it was to a be good back. one. It, was, it is good to be back. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow on a Tuesday. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, we certainly hope it doesn't. It's a couple of minutes after 5 o'clock. It is the warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. It is nice to be back. It's a Monday. That's very, very exciting, of course. We've got the Eddie Scazzeri. He's back from his t- uh, his trip to, uh, I think it was New Hampshire or Idaho, somewhere like that. And, of course, to my left, he was here last week. Did a great job, of course, with Chris Lepresti. His name is Al Jose Dukes, what's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. I was shocked. CeeLo had no idea who Rutgers was playing as to why you were gone. <laughs> like, he had no idea. I thought yes. that dude followed sports. Uh, Rutgers-Clemson. I was Let gone all go. week in the Carolinas. It was terrific, Jerry. Jerry, we missed you. We missed uh, Eddie. Of course, we had no drops the entire week. Makes it different. Makes it a different show. Yeah. I like that people aren't even trying to take Eddie's job. <laughs> Eddie's very secure. Like, you would think someone would roll in here and be like, I'm gonna, is this Eddie's going to retire? in a few years sure. take it right over let me get right into his his uh folder of drops nope i will tell you this when carlin told me he wasn't long for the job yeah like didn't want to do what he was doing i'm in all You're right in, let's go right. let's start trying yeah i don't think eddie's made that claim yet i would if i was uh taking over for eddie uh during eddie week i would try to push him right out the door i'd be like let me take a look at this let me study this let study me go home and five thousand drops let me go start Hitting buttons. Yeah, let me go study these 5,000 drops. The other day, his uh, folder was open that just said uh, Boomer Drops. Okay. And I started scrolling. It just keeps going. Yeah. And, and only going. he knows where to find stuff. Yeah. I'm more so how to search for stuff. Oh, he's a big searcher. He's very impressive. Oh, yeah. No, it's quite impressive. It yeah. is a very impressive. So he's the Eddie Scazzeri. So we missed uh, both of you guys. So welcome back. I think we have a full Boomer and Geo show with everyone involved for the next two full weeks. Thank God. Are you sure? I thought Boomer was off next Thursday and Friday. Oh, yes. That's you. Know, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. It's a full week here, Jerry. Hey, we got a full week and a half. That's it's good. It's a full week and a half. And then, uh, so enjoy it. Uh, yes. Live. I will do my best live and again we're working the week of the all-star break which every time i know the hosts always say let's remember next year we don't work all-star that's break called week. no one looked at the calendar i think uh Cartner roberts took off for the full week no oh, good for them and good for you who's working for them i don't know <laughs> i know last week sal, sal and chris moore on friday right yeah how'd I that don't go know who's uh, i did not tune in 
But you, what? I didn't tune into that. You didn't say, Alexa, play WFAN? I didn't. Okay, all right. I didn't do that. You love Sal. I like solo Sal. There's certain guys that I like solo and certain teams. I like Carton and Roberts' team. Sure. I'm not going to listen to a solo Evan Roberts Saturday show. Not Not interested. Sal in the middle of the night with terrible callers. Interesting. Yes. I enjoy working you know with what I'm saying? Too. I was thinking that too. Like when we're on vacation for the warm-up show, CeeLo is your fill-in. When I'm out most of the time, Sal is my fill-in now. Right. What if when we were what if Sal and CeeLo did the warm-up they, show well, one day? Me, wow. Sal, and CeeLo did it last uh, last week. Oh, is that right? The Friday before I went away, you were out. I know you got ripped for it and you got taken off the pulse of the people, yeah. which is weird, but whatever. I lost pulse of the people. Meanwhile, their Gartner uh, Roberts were off Friday. Well, yeah, that were they really? Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I know Sal was um I guess Mark had reached out to him without telling me yeah. that he was doing the warm-up show. Chris was very excited to do the warm-up show, and I had told him like, "Well, I'll probably ask Sal," and I I felt like he was insulted. Yes. So I said, "You know what? Just do it. I haven't asked Sal yet. We're all good." And so 5.05, Eddie's in my ear saying, Sal's ready. Like, yeah. what? So the three of us did it, and I actually enjoyed it. Well, that happened. Then we got another email when you were gone for, for this week, and then uh, Mark said, uh, oh, we got uh, – and Sal could get go in there with you guys as well. And then Sal's asking, goes, am I doing this? I go, no. <laughs> Why would he do that? I can't do three people. I can't. <laughs> no, it's too much. It's too much, especially when one is not even on camera. But why? I don't, where, where I don't did that know. even come I, from? He must not like CeeLo. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, Maybe Jerry. That's it. Who knows? I have good chemistry with CeeLo now. I know we used to bust CeeLo's balls early on. Uh, well, because uh, he's this. become, but well, he's become more assertive. Yeah, he's he's uh, adds a lot. Like Boomer will still bust his chops and say, "I listened to that warm up show. You didn't say anything." That's not that, true. no, it's not true. I listened. He to, talks. I think I listened to three of them last week while I was away, not live, but on the Odyssey app. On the o- Odyssey, do do. I did. Jerry, could the Yankees' first half of the season have? Uh, Ended in the in a worse way. No. <laughs> as bad as the Mets first half ended. But it, it, the Yankees is worse because, number one, it was their enemy, the Astros. Right? Yeah. Number two, they were taking um, jersey shots at Jose Altuve all weekend long. Yeah. Aaron Judge hits the homer. He's like, oh, don't take my jersey off. <laughs> Gary Sanchez did it. Yeah. And then Jose Altuve hits a walk-off home run. The game winner. To end the first half of the season, and then they rip his shirt off. I liked, I saw one guy, so Shirtless. My, so this game ended, what time did this game end? I forget what time it was, but I was in the middle of traveling back home yesterday. So I didn't see the games live, I had to go back and, and watch some of them, but I was catching up on Twitter yesterday, early evening. And there was one guy that wrote, and I'm paraphrasing, something like, I'm watching Chad Green melt down. Is Aaron Boone awake? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Pretty funny. So, yeah. So, Jose Altuve. And it was kind of like that Todd Frazier home run from a few years ago where he went went down real low to get it. Just kind of flicked his written. That thing went out of the park. Right. Like, what? So, not a good day. You know, both the Mets and the Yankees blow these five-run leads. Uh, for the Yankees, you, you know what we've got? We've got two Good teams in New York. We do not have two great teams. Neither one of these teams are. They're not. The Mets might be in first place by three and a half games. They should be thankful they're in a crappy division because they're not a great team. They're not a first place they're not. team. Well, I mean, they are. I mean, they're, they're in first place. But out of the, you know, out of the six first place teams in baseball, they're not a great team. They're good. 
The Yankees are good. They're not a great team. At least they haven't put it together yet. And yesterday, man, wow. just wow. They're up 7-2 to two in the last inning. And here's the best part. They only recorded one out. Oh, the Yankees did. That's it. That's not good, Jerry. No, not good. Not good at all. After they were so excited when Garrett Cole threw a complete game shutout on Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. They thought they had the Astros, their nemesis on the ropes. They did. Oh, they did have them they on the They had them on the They're up 7-2 after Sanchez <laughs> hits the three-run homer in the eighth. You're thinking the game's over. No. It was not. It, no, it was not. It was not. Chad Green, what did he give up? Uh, four runs in the bottom of the ninth. It was terrible. Yeah. Domingo Herman started it and gave up the first two base hits, so he gets charged with the two runs. And then Green just came in. It was terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Not a good terrible. way to end it, Jerry. No, not a good, not a good way to end it. No, there were eight. So how about this? You had the Red Sox lose yesterday, and the Yankees go to the All Star break eight games out. Yeah, with a lot of teams ahead of them. How about that? How about that? I say to this, Jerry. How about that? Not good. Huh. And then the Mets blow it, right? <laughs> Edwin Diaz. Well, there's a couple things here. Yes. So. Again, plane lands. My son goes, well, hey, the Mets are 5 nothing. Like, well, it's the Pirates. So, you know, it's right. bad they enough stink. they lost Saturday one, one of those games to them. Then to find out they lose to the Pirate. So, if I asked you right now, I'm going to, oh, let's play a game. Well, I don't know. You want me to name some Pirates, Jerry? No, because I know you can't because oh. I know what you'll start doing. You'll start naming, <laughs> naming by, uh, Barry Bonds. You I don't know, know that, Jerry. I do know that. Kent Colby. How about this? How about that? I'll give you one. We'll do this instead. This will be more fun. How about I will ask you. If this is a pirate, all right, or a made-up name, okay, is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. All right, first current di- Pittsburgh pirate or made-up name? Yes, got it. You ready? Yes. All right, here I'm we go. Elvis, Tony Wisniewski. He's a pirate. Or John Nagowski. Wisniewski. Yeah, Nagowski. He's the guy that tied the game in the ninth <laughs> inning. <laughs> all right, you ready? Yeah. I will give you this one. All right, Elmo Florio. That's or fake. Wilmer Defoe. Wilmer Defoe. Yes, he had the go-ahead RBI nice. single. Uh, one more I'll give you. Adolfo Jimenez mm-hmm. or Rodolfo Castro. Jimenez. No, Rodolfo Castro <laughs> homered two times yesterday. You really watch this game, yeah, I see. <laughs> I mean, this is who beat them yesterday. Oh, these guys that you're mentioning Rodolfo right Castro, John Nagowski. I've heard of Wilmer Defoe when he was with the Nationals, but still... I mean, good luck. Bunch of no names, Jerry. And, and Diaz comes in. They need him in the eighth. He does a great job getting out of the bases loaded jam. And then, blah. Right. He had the he bases loaded jam in the eighth. He, he struck out the next two, uh, the last two fellas. Yeah. yeah. But that's the way it goes. And so I think it was because I heard the ninth inning in the car. I think Wayne Randazzo says, well, the Mets don't come back in the bottom of the night. This is going to be a tough pull to swallow. Oh, yeah, you think? You think? <laughs> you think? I mean, God, that's that's a terror. The two losses, they couldn't be worse for both teams. And now with the All-Star break, so we're going to get no Garrett Cole in the in the All-Star game because he pitched his complete game. So right. he's very exhausted, he's Jerry. He's very tired. And Jacob DeGrom's going to take an extended break. Didn't pitch on Sunday before the All-Star game. Won't pitch at the All-Star game. Jerry, he's going to be so super fresh, so super funky fresh when super he returns. Funky fr- you mean we get him Friday in Pittsburgh? Oh, they're playing the Pirates again, Jerry? Yes, that was the that's whole awesome. thing. See, that's why when people look at the schedule, they're like, well, the Mets catch a break as they get the Pirates. No, go win. It, win, baby. It's Just not. Win. I know they're a bad team, but you still got to beat them. So, right. yeah, they get the Pirates out of the break in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. I'm thinking of going to that. That seems fun. I was going to say, that was always a trip I wanted to do. Me too. Pittsburgh. Me too. I might do that next weekend. It's like the one free weekend we now have between now and like you know, Labor Day. 
Because I hear that's a beautiful park. It is. We went there, but only could see it from the outside. Right. You were wandering around the outside. I'm of interested. Pittsburgh Stadium. I couldn't. Is Pittsburgh that still Stadium. Three River Stadium? <laughs> <laughs> it is out. Yes, and they still have the terrible AstroTurf. <laughs> oh, well, I hope the best. I wouldn't even. Uh, I wouldn't play my star players there. They're going to get hurt on that terrible turf. And you know, the Steelers still play there too. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, Jerry. They actually they do update have a, that stadium. They do have a great area there where the, you've got the baseball field, Heinz, and it's all it so tight. Uh, Am I going to get mugged there? Yeah, I mean, I think it's not like, not like was it Wembley Field yesterday? Did you see that mess in Wim- London? Oh, yeah. The oh, fans. my God, where the fans just stormed right past security without tickets and got in. Well, soccer fans are the worst. We had this was tennis. <laughs> and so- tennis fans, Jerry? <laughs> soccer. It was both. It was both? I knew it was soccer. I thought tennis fans were bougie. <laughs> it was, well, up. because it was the Arrogant. Wembley grounds. Oh, Wembley grounds. So I guess there was a soccer match going on, plus you had the Wimbledon final, and there was a lot going on. Man, I am sick of fans taking over everything now. They've gotten very rowdy since we come back from coronavirus. Very cocky. Very cocky. Yeah. In the NBA, baseball. You're right. Very Basketball. Ballsy. It's not good. Now this uh, tennis you're telling me about. Well, tennis hockey. and soccer. That goes all nuts. The fans are nuts. Stay home. They are crazy. You're right. They are nuts. I'm very confused. And I don't want oh, should I do this? What are you confused by, Jerry? No, because I don't want to get you off on a tangent. All so right. I think I'm going to come back and tell me why you're confused. Yes. Uh, that's what I'll do because it has something to do with my trip. Okay. <laughs> it confused you. Mixed signals everywhere. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Jerry, you were out last week, as was Eddie. I was, yeah. But I don't know if I told you this before you were gone on vacation, but I bought a condo a little over a year ago. It's already worth more than I paid for it. So stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. You deserve to make money on your investment. Carney was my bank of choice and made my entire mortgage process very easy. You want to go with someone you can trust and actually get on the phone when you have questions about your mortgage. I trust them and you can too. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. All right, we're just getting started. It is a Monday. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at the top. A whole lot to get to. I'll probably have uh, Al's blood boiling in a moment, too. So don't go away here on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, fresh and organic, and no antibiotics ever. Oh, yeah, 519. It is the warm-up show, and I am displaying the brand-new warm-up show T-shirt today. I reached out to Al on Twitter to see if we were going to do it together. His is in the wash. Clearly, it takes him a long time to wash clothes, and so I just threw mine on. What do I care? I'm going to do some laundry today, Jerry. Good for you. Hey, good for you. So I'm, I'm wearing mine today. I'll take a picture. I'll put it out there. Make sure people start buying it. Yeah. Because that certainly would help. So I was away last week, as you know. Uh, I tried to follow along with the Mets and Yankees as best I could. I did catch a little bit. Uh, I think Yankees-Astros the other night was on MLB TV, so I did get to watch some of that. But mixed mix signals. That was what I kind of teased going into the break. This coronavirus. 
I am so confused Same. after being away last week. And it's, you get different notices, interpretations, whatever word you want to use in the same place you're at. So if you told me that, all right, well, listen, you go to Dunkin' Donuts, they've got one policy, and then you go to, you know, Wendy's, there's a different policy. I get that. That's fine. But when you walk into, let's say, a theme park, and there are signs everywhere, please maintain six feet of social distance. You know, you don't have to wear your mask outside. That's all good. Fine. But then the same park that's got signs everywhere that tells you to maintain your six feet of distance, then puts you online like cattle, and then when they take you into the room to show you the safety instructions before you get on the ride, and then they tell you, please, all the way to the left and cram it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And you're sense. indoors. Like, what? It, I, it was so confusing. This was the best one. Pools usually open till 1 a.m. Because of coronavirus, we're closing the pools at 10. Why? What is? There's no one here at 11 p.m., but it's packed at noon. Makes no sense. It is uh, the coronavirus has given uh, businesses reason to just shut down or just change their hours. Just which, do whatever they want. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, I was in uh, Target yesterday, and I was one of the few people with no mask on. I was like, "Is this something up that I'm unaware of?" I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I feel like I'm uh, keeping up with the news. I'm not sure, right? Like I follow along the news on Twitter on the radio and television yeah. but unless all the, all these people aren't vaccinated that are walking around masks on but i doubt it like i went to florida thinking florida's wide open yeah they do whatever the hell You're they not want gonna Jerry. i gotta tell you not true not true at all there were i felt like there were more covid regulations in florida this week than i've seen here in the last month so it was, it was very it was different maybe was, because you were in a touristy part of florida and maybe or you Maybe. Diseased tourists are coming from all over the country. Well, spreading your coronavirus. Listen, I suppose that's possible, but that was not the case. The only only time I didn't feel like there was any COVID messaging was we went to Cocoa Beach for a couple days, which was awesome. That was just, you were outside on the beach. There was no sun. No one was, nothing. And there were, I didn't see any regulations, but my God, everywhere else we were. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. And again, Different messaging. Right. So Keep whatever. six feet apart in the theme park unless you're online for three hours for a ride. <laughs> yes. What was the best ride you went on? Uh, Are you a big ride guy? No, guy? I'm not. I am not. I am not a ride guy. Roller but coasters. I would say the best one, believe it or not, was the Harry Potter one. Really? Which I had no interest in going on. Very well done. That wait. <laughs> this is so stupid. That wait was two and a half hours. What do you do while well, you're Well, I didn't. There? I bought the express passes. Oh. We waited 10 minutes. I felt so bad. You actually feel guilty walking past right. everybody. Look how bougie you are. But my God, you walk up and then the line says, you know, wait time from this point. It's at 135 minutes. And how so much more God. expensive is it to get a fast Let's not pack. talk about that. It's pricey. I took one. I, I know I can't say in. I'll say I took one on the rear end. On the rear end. Eddie, I bought. They the, smacked your butt. So I tried to do, and then we'll move on. I tried to be cute because the lines were so long. I said, you know what? I'm going to download the Universal app. It's the only park we went to. That's it. And we're not park people, but we wanted to go this one day. So I'm like, I'm going to bypass the lines. I'm going to download the app. I'm going to buy the tickets on the app. So because it's so ridiculous to get in hundred and something dollars, I decided I'm going to spend the extra 50 per ticket and I'm going to buy with the Express. So you don't have to wait in line, Jerry. That's, You're Jerry Russell. Yeah, that's right. From WFAN's Boomer and Geo so show. There, the no, 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 no. So there were six of us. 
So I buy them. I spend my 12 or whatever it was, 1300 bucks, which is nuts. We go to the line to get in, and the woman informs me I bought the wrong thing. <laughs> these don't these don't get you this into help. the park. Oh. I bought what by mistake. Buy? I <laughs> I bought the all access passes for Universal Islands of Adventure and their water park. Nice. <laughs> Without the admi- <laughs> Without admission. So she sent me back. I had to spend another nine hundred dollars. <laughs> you could have bought a small car, Jerry. I was I've never been you always talk about how you have regrets three seconds after you do something. My uh yeah. Absolutely. I didn't have regrets because my stupidity, let I just didn't read the fine print. Okay, fine. I was so angry for about an hour. And not that I did what I did, but that I spent unnecessary money. I, oh, God, just. So oh. did you have, like, I have buyer's remorse all oh, the time? I still have it. Whenever I purchase something. But I spent like an extra $1,000 yeah. I didn't need to. Yeah, I'd be thinking about that. I Probably still for the rest thank of my you. life. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you. rest of my that life, awesome. I'd be like, what did I do? I the rest of my life, but for a couple days, yes, it still bothers me. Jerry, remember when you were a hero here at WFAN uh, uh, month, maybe two months ago yeah. it is now? You had uh, an, an employee out there in the newsroom was choking. Tom. Tom. Yeah. He was out there choking, and uh, you Heimlicked him. Mm-hmm. You actually gave him the Heimlich. I did. Saved his life. By the way, while you were gone last week, we learned that Tom's wife was also very pregnant at the time. You're kidding. No. So you saved a man, Jerry, from... Dying, who had a baby? Wow, very much on the way. Did she have the baby? Do we know? I think so. That's great. Good for them. I think. Oh, well, okay. Well, well I know. Soon. I know. It was either she had the baby or very soon. Okay. So not only did you Heimlich a employee, but that employee was going to be a new father. Well, you know what? I mean, that's even more crazy, Jerry. I'm glad he's okay. But there's another hero, just like you, Jerry, in the world of baseball. His name is Willie Ross. He's the father of Major League Baseball pitchers Joe and Tyson Ross. He also performed the Heimlich maneuver on a choking fan during a game between the Giants and Nationals. That's great. That was in San Francisco. He dislodged a hot dog out of a woman's throat. Yeah, I can imagine. You don't chew those hot dogs. Oof. Hot dogs, Jerry, they'll they'll jam up your throat. You ever eat the Vienna sausage <laughs> out of a can? <laughs> No. I'm only asking because, <laughs> because yesterday when we got to the rental car, they had a place when I went to, you know, when you get, you drop your car off and you take all the garbage out and you throw it in the trash. There was an empty can of Vienna sausage. <laughs> From your family? For so, no, 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 no. It was just sitting there on the, on the garbage pail. Oh. And I don't know why my first thought was you. Why would I do not I, I, I don't know. Sausage out of a can, because Jerry. It was, because the people didn't take the time to throw it out. It was Vienna sausage. I'm thinking you wouldn't eat meat out of a can. No chance. But I thought of you. I don't know why. I am not a meat in the can kind of guy, Jerry. I wouldn't think so. I like my meat fresh. And you're not a sausage guy either. I'm not a sausage guy. I'm not a meat in a can guy, so I'm definitely not a... a sausage in a can guy. Yeah, I'm a Vienna sausage Not going to work for can. you. <laughs> I don't know. You were the first person that came to mind. Like a suit when you saw the empty can of sausage. Yeah, I like, don't... Huh, I wonder if I'll Because it's this. garbage that wasn't properly put in the bin. Number one. It was just sitting there, which was disgusting, number two. And it was sausage in a can. <laughs> you would have been just beside yourself. Is that coming a round can or like a sardine a little, type little, can? Little round can. Little round can. Little round can. I think it was was a Dinty Moore. I'm not sure what the, what kind it was. Dinty Moore is a stew. They oh, okay. Make a then stew it wasn't in a that. Can. 
But it was it was definitely Vienna sausage. Yeah, because I hadn't seen. I didn't even know they still. It's like was it spam? Spam. Yeah, I didn't know they still made those. Oh yeah, it's very popular still. Meat in a can. Meat in a can. Yeah. So you I get saw meat that. in a can. You get uh, fish in a can. I like the tuna fish in a can. You do. I do. Yeah. What about a sardine in a can? I don't like sardines. Me neither. I cannot eat a sardine. Remember Craig? Every once in a while, I would order a sardine sandwich on yes. a sub roll. You know, I also remember <laughs> almost daily him ordering bagels with fresh onion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> the whole office would just smell like bad breath. Oh, my breath. God. Yes, that was him. Craig ordered a sardine on a sub. Sardines. Yeah. And then you were so fascinated with people's breath. All oh, the times you were in his office. My God. You must have wanted to run out of there some mornings. Well, I would always smell. I wouldn't smell his breath, but I, I would smell like he would have the plastic container of onions and locks. Oh. God, terrible capers. <laughs> yes, he always had the capers. That's a right, good caper. That is true. Yeah. So how about this? But the the this Willie Ross, the father of those two major league pitchers who uh, Heimlich that woman, he's a pediatrician. So she got Heimlich by a doctor. Not bad, right? You're not even a doctor, and you knew how to Heimlich. Yeah, but you would too. Yeah, I probably would know how. Of to Of course, you would. I would love to be able to Heimlich. I mean, somewhere. you just think logically what to do. You put your you hold your uh, hand over your fist and ooh. Yeah, you turn the guy over, you bend him over. Boom. And boom. That's right. And then the thing just comes flying out. It did. In this case, wow. at least with Tom, it did, yes. Yeah. And with this wow. woman with the uh, hot dogs. Yeah. Hot dog piece. That's going to be embarrassing, though. Listen, he's not allowed to be into the pool. We're not entering him into the pulse of the people now. Who? This uh, Mr. Ross. Willie Ross? Yeah. It's too late. The it's voting's late, in. Ross. It's right. over. When do I find out, by the way? I don't know. It's down to you and Evan. I'm not sure how I feel about this, though. Why is that? Well, because we were a team. We were a team and got separated. But then I sat there and said, am I really going to, like, withdraw? No, you mm. can't withdraw. You can't let Evan win it. You're well, the pulse of the people, Jerry. I can't do anything about it. we got to see who votes for him. Yeah. If Evan wins, I'm going to call Fugazi on the whole thing. I agree. You saved a man's life. Right. Like Willie Ross. And Evan dunks on six-foot rims. Did we ever find out what uh, you're the person you saved, Jerry, Tom, what he was choking on? He told us he was in here. Remember? Yeah, I don't remember. Like this, uh, this woman. I thought was, it, I always thought it was a bagel, but he had said it was something else. I forget what. I this don't remember. This woman was choking on a hot dog. That's embarrassing. Like you get a hot dog dislodged from your throat, and you're standing at a baseball game. Do you go home right after that? <laughs> no, you watch the game. I would. No, I'd <laughs> casually be like, I got to get out. of I here. I think you go get nachos and you watch the game. Because the rest of get the game, out of here. <laughs> the rest of the game, everyone around you is going. That woman was choking on a hot dog. <laughs> well, yeah. Psst. That woman over there. Here's what you do. You go sit in the upper deck. You go right. find an empty seat somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't leave. But you also probably don't eat anything the rest of the game. Like probably you don't finish not. your hot dog. Yeah, I think Tom finished eating. He did? I think he did. Because you're like, what are the chances I'm going to choke twice? <laughs> well, yes. I think he sucked down a bunch of water. That I remember. And I think he probably went back to eating. He was hungry. What would I do? Jerry, I am alone most of my time. When I'm eating. You said they would have to find something in your condo to jam up against your stomach. <laughs> I don't know. They say you could use the back of your chair. Okay, right. Which exactly. I do have a back on the chair. I All right, it. so that's what you would have to do. It is. It's scary if you're by yourself. Because my dog wouldn't heimlich me, right? She has no idea. <laughs> How is that working, by the way? The dog? Yeah. It's getting better. Is she sleeping a little bit? She is. I actually pulled bit. up today. I saw a car that I thought was yours. I'm thinking, oh, geez, the dog got him up at midnight. No, no. The dog did not wake me up last night. It All was right. a good night, Jerry. Look at you. I took her to play with other greyhounds this weekend. Wow. <laughs> Look at where your life's gone. How about this, Jerry? There's a woman up in north uh, north of me. She uh, helps greyhounds. 
in her home, she has nine of her own. Wow. Nine. Then I brought my dog. Well, but then two more dogs came. It was 12 greyhounds running around. Don't the Stearns have like 9,000 cats? Yeah, they got a lot of cats. I mean, That's people true. like animals. Yeah. Well, you going to get a couple more? <laughs> i get nine more. <laughs> no, just two. Let's go get nine Why more Why don't you dogs. get two more? Uh, Give Whimsy uh, some siblings. Uh, she apparently did not care for the other dogs. Oh. So and got a wow. little growly. So pretty much just like you, a loner. Yeah, she's like, let me get back home. To Leave me where alone. I can be alone, Jerry. All right, half past five. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, more of the warm-up show. We got a lot to get to here on a Monday. We'll break down the Bucks and Suns. I'm not sure if Al knows they played last night, <laughs> but we'll get to that. Probably not. I will tell you the Bucks won. Uh, a whole lot more to do, and then Boomer and Geo at the top on the fan. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. and Jerry. Two great tastes that taste great together. All right, same thing can be said for Boomer and Geo, and they come up at 6 o'clock. It is a Monday. We start a new week, and as Al pointed out, everybody's here all week long, and lots of sports to go to. Not really. All-Star Game is tomorrow night. I ran into something strange this weekend. You know, we had, uh, we, while you were gone, Jerry, there was a uh, tropical storm that hit uh, the Jersey Shore area and other parts of uh, I'm aware. Uh, I was in Florida where it was going up the West Coast. Oh, is that right? Yeah. We have, we avoided it. Yeah. but And we actually had no issues weather-wise, but the West Coast of Florida got hammered all week. Yeah. So uh, I was out uh, back like a day later after, you know, it had rained and all that stuff, and my neighbor said... Uh, Oh, do you uh, get flooding in your basement? I go, flooding in my basement? I didn't even consider that. Right. It was already like a day. might have been two days later. I was like, let me go downstairs and check. Yeah, flood. <laughs> but do you know how... What's down there for you? It's like a storage area. Right. Do you have anything, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Do you leave it, lift it off the ground, I hope? Uh, when I first moved in, I bought some things to keep it off ground. Then okay. as you get lazier and you add yeah. more things, you just put them on the floor. So you lose stuff? I lost an air fryer. Oh, rest in peace. You'll be fine. But here's what's very strange. I had, you know, while we, when we were hoarding toilet paper during coronavirus, I still had one giant thing of toilet paper, like a giant 24 yeah, yeah. pack of toilet paper. When did mom bring that over? When you moved in? <laughs> I was going to say my mom doesn't buy my toilet paper, but she does. <laughs> Do you know that the, I went to move it. I was like, oh, my toilet paper, but it was wrapped. Yeah. I went to move it. It had to weigh 40 pounds. It soaked up an incredible amount of water. Okay. So this toilet paper, which is not usable anymore. Why not? Let it dry out. <laughs> it's got 40 pounds of water in it. It'll dry. But I thought that was amazing. Like, that Scott toilet paper, absorb it. You know what you need? You need to just put Bounty <laughs> in well, the had, basement. <laughs> I had Bounty in the basement as well. But the Bounty, uh, their, their packaging, I guess, is... Uh, better protected it got didn't it. get into the bounty towels boy but if i would if i would have got my bounty towels and my scott toilet paper you would have had a dry basement right I mean, like, <laughs> my basement's dry but for whatever reason my paper products weigh 40 pounds how much uh how deep would you say the water got just a few inches yeah, or was just it a few inches so anything that was lifted you were fine and yeah. the lazy stuff you lost yeah lazy stuff well, you're not using an air fryer anyway anymore 
You've the, been there, done that. Problem is, it was my mom's air fryer. Ew. I had borrowed it to see if I wanted an but air fryer. But you know what's the beauty of that? Christmas gift. Because <laughs> parents are tough to buy for at this point. They I called, have everything. I called my mom and go, remember that air fryer you gave me? It's gone. <laughs> you need an Lost upgrade. Lost it in the flood. <laughs> Lost it in the great flood of uh, 21. Now you will not put in an insurance claim, I hope. I will not, no. Okay. <laughs> air fryer and cardboard boxes. Have you met yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to put it in. Right, exactly. Jerry, how did Team USA basketball lose to Nigeria? I don't Who cares? I have no idea. In an exhibition it Olympic game? What do you mean it means nothing? We lost to Nigeria. It didn't It didn't count. Who cares? But how is that even possible? I don't know. They weren't really playing? But I, I don't know. I all, didn't see it. I don't know. No, listen. All Granted, I don't know much about Nigeria, Jerry. All I know or about... Or sports. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was mean. Granted, Jerry, I don't know much about Nigeria or USA basketball. But I, from what I see of Nigeria is only on 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Jesus. But I will tell you, based on what I see of Nigeria on 90 Day Fiance, they don't seem to really be into professional basketball. Now, I'm pull, first of all, I'm pulling up the box score. Can you give me five guys in the USA team? Kevin Durant. Perfect. He did play 28 minutes. And we lost to Nigeria with Kevin Durant? Yeah, he had a bad shooting night. He was know. four for 13. Who else is on that club, Jerry? <laughs> you can't name anybody can't. else. Damian Lillard? Damian Lillard. Yeah. Did he play? He did. He played 20. What? Let's see. Damian Lillard played 27 minutes. He was four of 10. I'm going to put my money on Nigeria to win the gold. I will tell you, a lot of names on here that I don't yeah. think a lot of casual basketball fans would be familiar really? with. Yeah. Like Draymond Green, fine. Jason Tatum, fine. Bradley Beal, okay. But some of these, and Kevin Love, he only played three minutes. But I think a lot of casual basketball fans would not know some of these guys. Jerry, we need to that get another. Anything, we need but. to put another dream team together. We can't be losing to Nigeria in basketball. I know it was exhibition. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean but anything. But that's not a good sign. It doesn't mean. Does anything. Nigeria have any? Wow, Nigeria played two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. They played 14 guys. They got a good rotation going in Nigeria. Yeah, they do. They Absolutely. play rotation basketball there. Very much so. And you know what? I'm just looking to see who had like the biggest game. For Nigeria. Yeah. Who put up the most points? Uh, Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent. From downtown. He had 21. That's he was it? six of nine. Well, they really spread the ball around. They did. Nigeria. As I said, they played 14. And when I say they played 14 guys, I don't mean a couple of guys played 30 seconds. The guy with the fewest amount of minutes was Michael, I can't pronounce his last name, seven and a half minutes of action. So, like, they played everybody. Julia Okafor's on this team. Why know. wouldn't the worst NBA team cut all their players and just take the Nigerian basketball team? They're competitive. No, it's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. What do you mean? It means nothing. It's an exit. I'll tell you I what. I know it was exhibition. Remember, the- remember this. Yeah. When and if they play the Olympics. I will give you an over under of thirty five points. The end. The that they beat the Nigeria. NBA team will win by yes. Yeah. Yep. The dream. Well, here's what I know, Jerry. Michael Jordan and the Dream Team would not have stood for an exhibition loss to Nigeria. Didn't the Nor Dream Team Larry lose Bird. to the college kids in an exhibition? Is that right? I'm just asking. Isn't that true? Didn't Shashevsky cook that up? Oh yes, as a motivational. Right. It doesn't mean anything. Means nothing. Who's the head coach of the men's basketball I'm team? Not, in I'm, America? Honest, I'm not sure. We don't even actually. Know. I'm not this sure. This is the problem, Jerry. I don't know. We are the world dominant basketball uh, 
I, if I had a guess, I'd say Greg Popovich, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm really not sure. Meanwhile, Greg Let's Popovich see. is losing to Nigeria. Head coach. But the fact that we don't even know USA. off the top of our heads. Basketball. Come on. I don't know. It's I don't thing, follow it. It's one thing for us. Oh, Eric Spolstra. <sighs> it's one thing for. He coaches who? Miami. Come on, Al. Miami. Yes. And I mean, he used I to coach. You, I knew you would know that He one. used to coach Cleveland. Right? Eric Spolstra? He didn't. Not that I'm aware oh, of. So he coached LeBron in, in Where did Miami. you come up with Cleveland? Because I thought he coached LeBron. In Miami. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pat, but Pat Riley did. Remember Pat Riley was the coach named Spolster, the coach, didn't like the way things were going, said, excuse me, I'll finish the year. <laughs> and then Riley went back upstairs and gave the team to Spolster again. <laughs> but, yeah, no, you're right. He coached him in Miami. Yeah. Not Cleveland. No. <laughs> not Cleveland. <laughs> you to get a look at this Nigerian basketball team, Jerry. They're the new powerhouse. Yeah. To win it all. I, well, again, I don't really think they're a powerhouse, but okay. We'll see. They won 90 to 87. Yeah, 90 to 87. Yeah. How are we doing on the no hitter over under? We haven't had one in a few weeks. Well, while you were gone, Not well. Jerry, we haven't had one well, in a few weeks. What well? The well part is while you were gone, there was a five pitcher, seven inning no hitter thrown by the Rays. When was this? Was the, no, it doesn't count, though. Well, doesn't it doesn't count, count for two reasons. One, seven innings. Two, five pitches. Well, I agree. I don't like the five-pitcher, <laughs> nine-inning. No oh, it's stupid. stupid. Right. It is stupid. I don't count that well, either. When was that? Last week? Yeah, it had to be like Wednesday or Thursday night. Okay. But you're right. That's Fugazi on two levels. Seven innings and five pitchers. Doesn't count. It's got to be one pitcher, nine innings. I totally. That's a no hitter. That is a no hitter. We did go into. We went to a baseball card shop in Florida. I got to tell you, the Rays. I couldn't believe it. Like I'm sitting there like hey, these people actually do care at least the they people do. in the card shop. I mean they were all up in it. Now this wasn't the day of the no hitter because they would have been talking about that. Right. But it was very interesting. What town? Uh, I you know I don't know what town we were in. A actually. baseball card collecting. How do those things survive? I always wonder when I go. It's huge right now. It is it, card huge. collecting. Yes, absolutely huge. Man, their place was packed when we got there. Place opened at eleven. We got there at eleven oh five. There were like twelve people in there. It was small, but the place was jammed. I saw a sign uh, when I told you I went to Target where everybody was wearing masks. The Target used to sell these trading cards. They don't anymore. Yeah. They have a big sign on their yep. doors. I guess people were going nuts, and they were just lining up and tearing into cards and going crazy well, and disturbing. people were trying to find out and figuring out when the deliveries came. And then they were, I don't want to say storming the store. That's not true. Yes. Yeah, but they were getting there to make sure they got the packs and the, and the cases of them. They were disrupting the Target. Shopper, yeah, I could see that. Want to get cards? Baseball. I don't know how and when this began, but baseball cards have become very, very popular. Again. I think Monzo started it on his Twitter. He didn't start it. No, no, he didn't. Start. Gary V started it. Go oh, right. You're He's right. the one that really got everybody into it. And Mon- no, I'm not nothing rude, but Monzo does everything. Like if Gary V told Monzo or told his people to jump off the George Washington Bridge, Monzo might be the first <laughs> one up there. Like he listens to everything the guy tells you online. So yeah. when he said get into the baseball cards, Monzo jumped in head first. He's doing well with it too. Yeah. Doing very well with it. I know. When I first heard Gary V talking about baseball uh different cards, basketball cards yeah. in particular, he's I was like, this guy's nuts. He's doing quite well. I guess he's doing all right for yeah. himself. Jerry, there's a, a Baltimore rookie named uh, Ben Cleveland, Baltimore Ravens. Okay. This is football that they're really touting as being six foot six. 357 pounds. Mm, he's no Andre the Giant. And he wears a 17, size 17 boot. How big was Andre the Giant's foot? I did look that up, Jerry. 22. Oof. He wore a 22. 
22 inch wow. yeah so this guy the the fact that they're talking about this guy he squats 700 pounds he wears a 17 size boot was he a running back <laughs> huge package <laughs> he's got a huge package i would think if you're that size you have to no you don't know that i don't know oh, come on like, i don't know about andre the giant Oh, stop. Maybe he huge was, banana. Maybe he had not a huge banana. It has to be. And I'm not just to be proportionate with your body. Right. Doesn't it? Uh, you would think so. Huge uh, Yulakaka. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> huge Yulakaka. Right. Yeah. So this guy, you know, big deal. You squat 700 pounds. Big, big deal. deal. <laughs> big deal. You wear a size 17 boot. Big deal. You're six foot six and 357 pounds. I know a guy, Jerry, who's seven foot tall, five hundred twenty five pounds from Grenoble, France. Why didn't Andre the Giant play football? I don't know, but I heard you do that with Seal last week, and I felt like he had no idea what the hell you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> like how you tell me, Andre the Giant could have been a great offensive lineman? I guess he might have been able to, but he was from Grenoble, France. Maybe, Maybe he didn't know he didn't know about it, right? Or wasn't into it. And then by the time. Like, we knew about him. He was already he was a, a wrestler. pro wrestler. Yeah, that's how he got his... There's a lot of large... That's another thing I saw last week. Large people? Most of society are very big. They're big. So just because you're a big person doesn't mean that you can go play in the NFL. Right. I mean, you still have to have some sort of athletic ability. You know, could you imagine a slow-footed fat guy trying to block a defensive end? Right. Like a legit NFL defensive. You get run over or run by. Yeah, but if Andre had... If Andre had those skills, imagine being a quarterback and Andre's on your blind side. You know well, I mean? yeah, as long as he can move. And that could have been the movie, The Blind Side, but if, with Andre. I could be misremembering this, but I thought he had a tryout with someone, and like Jerry said, he could not move. <laughs> I, I, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I, mean, I want to say it was the Niners, but not 100%. There's sure. a lot of agility. You need to be athletic, even yeah. at that size. Right. And you don't think offensive linemen need to move fast because you think they're just they backing up? No, of course they do. But you're right. And especially now with the defenders being slim and trim and muscular. Yeah, well, and even a lot of the offensive linemen are not like they used to be. You know, if you remember back in, I'll take it to our time, the 80s and 90s, oh, the offensive perfect. linemen were massive. Yes. And I'm not saying they aren't, but they're, I don't know, they're built a little bit differently. They They work out more. More weight, so while they are large human beings, they're also stronger and more, I don't keep saying athletic, but they're more agile. They're probably eating better, unfortunately. Oh, well, I would think, unfortunately. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Well, I don't know about unfortunately. I think it's good for them. I like my offensive lineman with big bellies. And what, right. What did Phil Sims say? He wants his offensive lineman thick. Thick. Right, with big bottoms. Yeah, you need the thick guys that can move, though, like you said. You have to be able to move. Otherwise, so this, you can't play. So this guy, this Ben Cleveland, probably can move at 6'6", 357. Yeah, size I'm sure he can. Boot. I'm, I'm sure he can. Andre, if Andre put that size 22 boot in you, Jerry, you'd be in trouble. <laughs> I would say so. Oh, he would just <laughs> choke you out. Imagine a leg boot. whip from him. Yeah, well, he could never get his leg up in the air, which is the bad no, thing. No, but if you're so if you're a defensive end and he's yeah. playing left tackle, you're the right defensive end, and you use a little swim move to get to the outside, and he turns the other way and leg whips you, he might <laughs> snap your shin in half. <laughs> Think about that. That's and like Andre, a tree trunk coming at you. And Andre the Giant leg whip? Yes. He would he, snap you, That Jerry. would be crazy. I see. Uh, the, I feel like we keep hearing about this, the Washington football team, but now they officially have come out and said. Now, that, why is this taking so long? That they are going to have a new name and logo early next year. That that's a done deal. 2022. So this year, the Washington football team again. Again. 
And then for the 2022 season, yes. we'll have it figured out. Yes. Right, that they're going to re- rename I I, it and all I, that stuff. I, You're I don't over care. it. Nope. I don't. WFT. Just leave it that. I like that. I like that as well. I've grown to. I didn't I'm like it, it in the beginning. I was like, this is stupid. Because it looks the same. Same colors. I like what they do with the helmet. It looks fine. Right. It is fine. I don't know why we're reinventing the wheel here. Now, their quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick, said this, Jerry. I try to ooze confidence and hope it trickles down to young guys. That's what I do here. No, you don't. I ooze confidence and hope that it trickles down to the young producers. Ooze confidence? Yeah. I don't know that you do that. I walk around just oozing confidence. Mm, no, no, not really. You young guys pick it up on my confidence ooze? You ooze judgmental uh, tendencies is what you ooze. <laughs> That's what you ooze. I do ooze judgments <laughs> yes, on do. other human beings. That's yes, true. Yes, you do. Hmm. But right. listen, to each, to each his own. To each his own, Jerry. I'm going to try to ooze confidence. That's going to be my new thing going forward. Ooze confidence and hope it trickles. This is what I'm going to show the new program director, Spike. He's going to look and go, there's a guy who oozes confidence, and it trickles down. Spike, just so you know, as soon as you turn around, he's going to have a comment about you. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I have, never... have you talked to him yet? Because the first time he tried, he's like, I- I'm out. <laughs> I got to go out my dog. <laughs> as you know, Jerry... I've been in my new condo for just over a year now, and it's already worth more than I paid for it. Mm-hmm. It's worth more in just a year's time. So stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. They make the entire mortgage process very easy. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages to learn more. Rates are still low, and you don't need to put down 20%. Go with Carney Bank. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. All right, quick break. We'll come back and wrap it up in just a moment. Get you to Boomer and Geo right now on Odyssey Sportsman with Amy Lawrence. Victories keep piling up for the Joker. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Real quick, Mets and Yankees blew chunks late yesterday. They both lost. What else, Al? Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. Jerry, you are not the only Heimlich maneuver saving person in the building. In the building? That's Who right. else? I just got Is an, Mr. Ross here? I just got an article from the Philadelphia Inquirer dated January 28th, 2014. Spike Eskin, our new boss. Someone wrote about it? Heimlich uh, Angelo Cataldi. How come no one wrote about me? I don't know why anyone hmm. wouldn't write about you, Jerry. This was... Published in 2014. Well, so good for him. Seven years ago. You know what that means? Icebreaker. Oh, how did you Heimlich? I hear you're a hero. I hear you're a Heimlich so hero. <laughs> Same. <laughs> well, we'll see when he comes in later. I'll ask him about it. So that's good news for all of us here at WFAN, especially in the morning, that there are two people who have experience in saving limes via the Heimlich maneuver. All right. So if you're not around, Jerry... Spikes. That got said, us. let's hope no one chokes on a bagel, right? Or a chicken cutlet, as I was reminded by. Yeah, it was a Tom. chicken cutlet. Yeah. So, hot dog more embarrassing to choke on than a chicken cutlet. G, you like Vienna sausage? <laughs> I do not. No. no. Does anybody here like Vienna sausage? I bet. Uh, Boomer, you a sausage guy? I the Vienna sausage? No, Boomer's not eating meat out of a in can. In a can? No. Sorry, Jerry. But I guarantee if you put Vienna sausage in a can outside in the newsroom, it'd be gone. All right. If I bring in Vienna sausage. Yes. Experiment. Oh, that's got to start at 8 a.m., though, yeah. for people to come in. Correct. You put By it the out time there at 8 a.m. We put nine cans out Meet there. How the many can. are left? 
Listen for your chance to score Zero. Dick's Mariners oh, tickets meet for the Matchup today until 5 p.m. It's meet a Jersey Mike's Yankees box office blitz on the fan. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.